Hello, everyone. This is the Stronghold Podcast, episode 12. Right? Right, Wugong? Is this 12? Okay, this is episode 12. I'm here with Shinya Kakita. Hi. What's up, man? How are you? I'm great. Thank you. Shinya's a Brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt. He's the coach at Synergy. <laughs> and uh, welcome, man. Thank you. Thank you. It's been a long time since I haven't really sat down and talked to you since the competitions ages ago. Ages ago, yeah. You were the first person I ever competed against in Singapore. Oh, really? Did you know that? Oh, really? 2012. Yeah, 2012 yeah, yeah, yeah. sounds right. I remember. I didn't know that, but yeah, yeah. That, you were the first uh, competition I've ever done in Singapore. I think I'd been here. I think I'd been in Singapore for maybe like six months or something mm. back when I was training at Evolve. And where were you? I was. Okay, I was training at Jason. Uh, BJJ Singapore. BJJ Singapore. Jason Kirk, yeah. yeah. But even <laughs> then, friend, I think yeah. you were also refereeing because you competed, yeah. and then I thought you think you were refing. I think so. I don't remember, but uh, yeah, I think I guess so. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> interesting. So see, we go way back, man. Me, you, Major, my hair, all those guys, we've been doing this shit for a while now. <laughs> yeah, long time, yeah. So you were just talking to me about the... Cheers, by the way. Oh, yeah. Cheers. Drinking some Japanese beer on the podcast, because that's how we roll. Okay. So you were just talking to me about the kids. Yeah, yeah. Kids cross. Yeah. Talk right into that thing, man. Get that thing close to your face. Okay. Yeah, cheers. <laughs> so yeah, it's, uh, it's quite different, hey, the kids class. Kids class, yeah, a bit different, yeah. How many do you have? I have, uh, I only have three. Three kids now? Yeah. My son, and then my friend's nephew, and then another one is the, my friend from Wrestling Federation. Yeah. So did you just, o- did you just open up your kids' classes? Or did no, you always I've, do I've them been before? doing this for how many years? Three years, I think. Three years. But I, on- I only have few students. Oh. <laughs> yeah, did, so when you opened up, because how long has Synergy been open now? Um... First started that was in 2015. Uh, yeah. And you had kids from the beginning? Uh, no, uh, I think from one year after I started. No, then you started yeah. doing kids. Yeah. Yeah, I think the jiu-jitsu academies need you need kids. Yeah. Because that ensures the future of your academy. Mm-hmm. You know, like if you, I know Major doesn't do any kids classes at his gym, mm-hmm. but I think it's really important, man. We make probably 60% of our profit is kids. Oh, really? So, yeah. Oh, wow. Because, I mean, it's a whole extra demographic, mm. right? If you only go adults, then you, you neglect all of the kids in Singapore, and it's such a good activity for kids to do. Mm. Did you go to the – you were, at, you were refing at the S, SGBJJ Open, right? I did, yes, yes, yes. So you saw that. was quite a lot of kids, right? A lot of kids, yeah. yeah I mean, Fama has fucking, like – I think they brought, like, 20 <laughs> kids or something. I know. He's, yeah, they said 43 or something, though. And so I think – 43 kids. Wow, so many. Oh, no, I think adult kids are 43. Adult kids, think, that yeah, sounds yeah. about right. Yeah. yeah, I think we brought nine. Nine. Yeah, uh-huh. and that was just – but this is our first competition we ever did. But, I mean, Fama had a whole mess of them. Evolve had a bunch of them. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, uh, you know, when we sort of set out the plan, our business model for the gym, we were thinking, like, half and half. Mm. So we would do, like, half adults, half kids. And our, the number that we're trying to aim for in our head is, like, 40-40. 40, 40. 40 adults, 40 kids – if we can do that, the business will be sustainable long-term, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So we went half kids. Because if you don't have, it's very difficult to get mm-hmm. like 80 adults only. Mm-hmm. He talk What's up? On the table. Is it me? Oh, okay. So we'll sorry, try to put sorry. the hands to the side. <laughs> do you think these mics are picking up? We got new mic stands. Yeah. Do you think these are picking up more than the... The mic stands are picking up everything. Ah, okay. So there might be some so issue with this. Like should we... <laughs> okay. Okay, so sorry everybody, we're, we, have new, we have new mic stands, so <laughs> remains to be seen if they're useful or not, but we'll try to put the hands to the side. Uh, anyway, yeah, the kids are important, man. I think uh, if you're trying to run a gym in Singapore, 
if you don't have a good kids program, it's quite difficult to actually break even and make the money. Yeah, Gentle Art has a lot of kids also. Gentle Art. And uh, Maverick. Maverick, yeah, Maverick has a lot of kids. They have a lot. Yeah. It's good money. It's good money. Because even uh, when I worked at Trifecta, they had a lot. Oh, really? And most of, a lot of their business model was kids, especially with Taekwondo also. Mm. Yeah, we have a kids MMA program here too. Kids MMA also. Yeah. Oh, sounds great. Yeah, <laughs> it's good. We have them sparring and we have them wearing their little headgear and they can like kick us and go for takedowns. They do ground and pound and... Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. everything. They do start, uh, striking as well? Yeah, oh, everything. Wow. with us, never with each other. Right? Oh, okay, I mean, okay, of course. They yeah. never punch each other and stuff <laughs> like that. Always with us. But uh, yeah, it's quite good because... Then they get to like, you know, punch and try to take the back. They can like punch into chokes. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you get the back, you control the chin, and then you like punch the head into the choke. Sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's quite cool to cool, see the cool, kids cool. doing that. Yeah. So how do, you, how do you manage with the kids? Oh, I mean, I only have three kids, so it's easier to manage. Yeah, mm. it's, it's, but it's harder to explain uh, the technique to the kids. Mm. Because I try to make it simple, but I always explain too much, and then kids get confused. But yeah. some, some smart kids... They can, you know, remember all the technique. But my son, oh, my how, son. <laughs> how long has he been training? But yeah, talk right no, into that, man. I'm afraid he, we're not going to pick yeah, you up. Yeah, he's been, like, he's been training since he was two or something. Two or three. Oh, wow. How old is yeah. he now? He's nine. Oh, nine wow. Years old. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> but, he's uh, been training longer than me, bro. You're kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but he doesn't, he cannot remember. Oh, is it? Yeah, because like, it's like uh, playing with me, right? Playing with, uh, he, he, he's not like really learning he's actually playing with me so it's hard of hard to teach my son yeah but the i have two other kids they are 11 and 9 and they're really good at learning they're really good how I long can, have they been training they have been training okay uh the 11 years uh 11 years old girl uh hiba hiba he's uh she's uh i think she's less than six months she's been doing less than six months and then the other one uh you know terence Terence is uh, Tiffany's nephew. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. He's been training, oh, like two or, two or three years. He took a break in between, like almost one year, mm. and came back. Yeah. Two years. I think two years. Yeah, that's the thing with the kids is they, they just want to play games. So they you play, to, yeah. <laughs> you have to trick them, right? You have to trick them into learning. Uh -huh. So, like, most of our techniques, sometimes we just teach the technique, right? But a lot of times we make the techniques a game. Oh, when you make the make the techniques a game, you kind of trick them into learning. <laughs> you know, because <laughs> yeah. if you're like, if you just tell the kids, okay, this is how you do an arm bar. You do this, you do this. You do, they're they're gone already. Yeah. As yeah. soon as you start talking, they're already someplace else. Mm. But when you can make a, a game out of it, they tend to be much more like receptive, and then you kind of trick them into learning the details. I see. I you know? see. <laughs> that's the that's that's the trick. There's a lot of uh, material on YouTube and stuff that you mm. can look at to go and find like kids games. For jiu jitsu, mm -hmm. and we do a lot of that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. We do a lot of like, uh, you know, we do this game called Bulldog. Have you ever heard of this? Bulldog? Yeah. I, it's like a it's like a game that uh, we always play like at the end of class, and it's basically like a double leg takedown game uh -huh. where it's like one person's on their knees, uh -huh. and then the other kids are all standing up, and they try to run side to side. Okay. Right? And they have to get to the other side without being taken down. Uh -huh. If you can double leg them and take them down, then they become they go on their knees, and then they try to take down the other people. I see. I see. And it's like this yeah. game where you try to run across without getting double legged. Oh, that sounds fun. They love it because <laughs> right? yeah. they don't even give a shit that it's a double leg. They just want to play, <laughs> yeah. play the game. Uh -uh. You know? <laughs> but it's uh, it's kind of true if you can teach a kid. Very easy to teach an adult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> you have to boil it down to the most simple, simple techniques. Mm -hmm. What uh, 
So what, what kind of stuff are you doing at your gym these days? What kind of techniques are you doing? Are you into the leg lock game? I see you doing heel hooks and stuff in your videos. Oh, yeah, we, we always do uh, heel hooks, but uh, we have the curriculum, and I usually follow the curriculum on Tuesday and Thursdays, but uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, uh, we actually have the, the, the online, online academy uh, uh, website. So I just follow the technique, uh, what my instructor teach. What, who's your, who gave you your black belt? Oh, uh, Nico, Nico Han. Ah. Nico Han is a uh, Indonesian, half Germany, half uh, Chinese Indonesian. Uh, he's Indonesian. Hmm. And I think he's the first black belt in Indonesia, I think. Yeah. Who did he get his from? Uh, okay, his he, he's got his black belt from Mark Lyman. Mark Lyman. Mark Lyman. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then, uh, but he started jujitsu under Hickson, Hickson Gracie. Oh yeah, so he's a Hickson. A, yeah, that's cool, man. That's cool. Yeah, and that's also cool for a, a Indonesian to get a black belt through that lineage too. Uh, yeah. yeah. Cool. So wait, he just uploads his curriculum onto online, and then his students can access. Yeah. Access to it. Yeah, yeah. Does he do like? Um, does he do live classes, or does he have like a backlog of techniques that you can go? Backlog, view? backlog. Yeah. So he has like what like white belt these are the techniques that you do this is the progression or is it kind of like you find the techniques that suit your, your curriculum and then you can use that as a resource okay you can find it as the the technique by technique like a side control positional training like a uh, side control back mount talk right mount, into blah, 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 blah. Yeah, it's okay i'm just gonna keep <laughs> reminding you i hope you don't mind yeah <laughs> or you can find by the the date i mean mm. uh 2019 june that's that's the technique we are doing yeah but he uploaded every every almost every class. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every class. Almost every class. Yeah. Wow, to his website. Yeah. <laughs> so does he like he like live streams them or he does them like the, no, you could, the day he edited, after? Yeah, he edited. Oh, he edits them. Yeah, ed, yeah. Wow, so that's good, it's man. a lot of work though. Yeah, a lot of work. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't do any of this editing. Like Wugong does all of it, but I can't even imagine editing every day your your lesson. Yeah. How many students does he have? How many black belts? Uh, he has. Oh, so many black you, Oh, he has a lot. Yeah, he oh. has a lot. Uh, Francino is the first one. Um, Nikolai, Nikolai Holt. Uh, who else? Uh, Hadian, but Hadian, and Hadian, yeah, Hadian. Who else? Uh, four. So he's got several. Five. Hold on. Uh, six, seven, eight, nine, almost ten. Wow. Yeah, almost ten. But he only gave. Black belt, I think four or five, mm. four or five, four or five. How old is he? He's 40, uh, oh, 49, yeah. Oh, so if I'm not wrong, 40, 49 or 47. So he's been, <laughs> he's been in the game for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Man, that's crazy. He So what, does he have like a... His website, you can log into it with your details, and then you have access to all oh, of Oh, you his... use a Facebook account. Oh, the Facebook, the Facebook account. account. And so he you... just puts everything there, and all of his instructors have access to his material? Yeah, only for his, uh, his students. Uh, uh, yeah, 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 for sure. We have the same thing for the Jiu-Jitsu Brotherhood. Oh, really? Yeah, oh. yeah, because he's a, you know, he's a open-source Jiu-Jitsu. He has, I think, 20-ish, 20-something academies across the, maybe 30 even. But uh, same thing, like once you affiliate, they give you the login details for their stuff. And then he's got tons of technique videos that oh, you really? can go. Oh, so you affiliated to the Jiu-Jitsu brother? For yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. So the guy, uh, Nick Gregoritis, he's, he's Hodger Gracie's first black belt. Mm. So he's coming here in January to do some seminars and all that kind of stuff. And uh, yeah, we're affiliated with him, but it's the same thing. We have access to his, all of his teaching materials and 
we can go in there. I use it usually to fill in my own gaps. Like I don't, I don't follow it strict. Does does your your coach kind of insist that you do that, or do you want to do that? Oh, I want to do that. You yeah. want to just stick to the same curriculum. That he exactly. Does. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, he doesn't force anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's there for you to use it or not use it up to you. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Does he do the the modern game too, the heel hooking and stuff, or is he mostly gi? Oh, we've been doing heel hooks since day one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's good. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. He he's doing everything. He yeah. does no gi. Does gi? He mostly no gi. Mostly yeah, no mostly gi. No oh, gi. really? Yeah. Oh. I guess Mark Lehman is a no gi guy as well, right? He's a no gi guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Makes sense. So you guys have been doing that for a while now. Yeah, a long time. <laughs> yeah, I always see your, your students on your Instagram heel hooking each other and shit. Oh, is like it? That. <laughs> Are they getting good? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah they're getting good. Yeah. They're any getting... blown knees? I know you have knee problems. Have any have any of your students got you with some, with some nah. heel hooks? Not yet. <laughs> no, <laughs> not, not yet. yet. Not yet. Soon. soon. They, they will. <laughs> I hope so. Some, some time. <laughs> yeah. So what's your what's your style, man? What are you playing these days? These days, um, um, oh, I don't think no. I, this year. I, I, I've been so busy, so I have not much time to uh, improve myself. Mm. Not much time for training. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm trying to. Yeah, I don't know. Do you roll in your classes? Like, is that I do. I do. I do, so I do every class. Training in, yeah, in your classes. I train with my students. Yeah. yeah, that's basically what I do these days. Because I'm here every day, so I'm seven days a week. I'm teaching the shit. So <laughs> very hard for me to go. I know you and Major have your days where you train and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can literally never leave this place. This is uh. my prison at the moment. Okay. <laughs> so we have to visit you. Yes, please. You guys are of course welcome here anytime. Uh. We got big open mats. You know, there's a good chance that someone might go through the window, but other than that, we're we're good to go. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Good. You guys meet the train like every Tuesday, right? Tuesday and Thursdays, yeah. Where do you go? Uh, go to Highlight Reel or you guys go? Over? Highlight Reel, yeah, I go because my office is nearby. So oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, nice. So I sneak out. <laughs> yeah, sneak out, get a little training. So you're training a little bit. Yeah. Okay, no, one, no one tells Shinya's boss. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't think anybody will, man. I think your secret is safe with all the jujitsu nerds that listen to this podcast. Well, that's cool, man. How many students do you reckon you have? Uh, my students? How many do you think? Uh, 50. Oh, 50. 50. Wow, you got yeah. quite a lot too. Yeah, but so many people are like on and off. Yeah. yeah, that's the problem, right? <laughs> yeah. Singapore, quite hard to actually get them long term. Yeah. Because everybody, where's your office? Uh, where's your gym at? You say it's... Uh, it's in Clark Key. Clark Key. Yeah. Everybody's downtown. Yeah. That's the nice place thing about this place is <laughs> yeah. that there's no gym nearby. No gym like nearby. If, if you're in Clark Key or you're downtown, like all the gyms are there. Yeah. So yeah. quite competitive, I think, to get the students there. Exactly. But I'm not doing this for my business. I mean, I, I, because I do this because I want to do it. I want mm. to train. So because I do this because I want to uh, teach. Yeah. I don't have to make money for the, the cost of the living. Yeah. So I, I want to do jujitsu. That's why I do it. <laughs> so, well, it's yeah. probably easier to build a business like that because yeah. when you have to be very strict with running the business it's it's difficult to maintain but if you're just doing it for fun yeah you're just doing it because you enjoy it it's a passion project yeah you don't have to deal with any of the stresses of business yeah. and all that kind of stuff which is definitely a pain mm. as a new business owner i can tell you it's a pain <laughs> this is my first business and it's a pain in the ass keeping this thing open oh yeah oh, yeah it's the first business yeah my first business yeah congratulations oh, thanks, by the way yeah. yeah it's better than having a boss that's <laughs> yeah. for sure Exactly. I very much don't enjoy having a boss, so I, I prefer, but you know, it's like me and my wife are the only people that run this place, mm -hmm. so I'm not just the coach, I'm the fucking janitor, and mm -hmm. I'm, the, I'm the admin <laughs> worker, and I do, you know, my wife does the laundry, but other than that, I clean the mats, yeah. and you know, I do the admin work, and I do the paperwork, and all that kind of stuff. So. That's a lot of work, a lot of work. Yeah, so I'm just a glorified fucking... <laughs> 
<laughs> janitor man it's yeah like, that's my job at this point yeah i do also i mostly like cleaning the, the mat yeah with the mopping yeah always it's not as glamorous as you thought when you're young right yeah oh, i'll be an instructor it'll be great it'll be so cool we'll have all these students meanwhile you're just fucking sweeping the floors all the time <laughs> yeah that's cool man so are you still you're wearing this adcc shirt yeah, we yeah we tried to do the IDCC next year, right? Next year, yeah. Mahir was telling me you guys are doing the the Grapple Asia is doing it next year. Exactly, yeah. Oh, Maya told you. Yeah, he told me. Oh, he knows it. Oh. He did the last podcast. Oh yeah. yeah. Mahir was on the last one. Ma- Mahar, yeah, Mahar. Mm. <laughs> yeah, so he told me that you guys were doing ADCC next yeah, year. Yeah. Hopefully, hopefully. It's gonna be sick. Yeah, awesome. Is it the? Have they ever done it in Asia? They did it in Japan once, right? Uh, you mean the the, the ADCC the trials. Trials we always do in Asia two times a, uh, two times per two year, right? Yeah, they have first one in the Kazakhstan usually. Oh, Kazakhstan, that's right. Kazakhstan, and mm. then the second one in in Japan. Mm. So every step year, right? Uh, okay, we had a, we had a, a ADCC World Championship this year, nine, 2019. Mm. So the the same year they do they do the second second uh, second trials in Japan. The first trial is always in the Kazakhstan. Mm. That was the last year. I mean, th- that was a 2018. Yeah, I, I actually competed there. Oh, you competed yeah, as well. I went there. I oh, went nice. There. How was it? Yeah, it's far away. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's definitely so far. far away, and it's yeah. in December, so it's like a negative uh, 14 degrees or something. 18 December 18. when you did it. Yeah. Oh, uh, shit. Yeah, 18 December. That was cold. Really cold, but the. Uh, the venue is super nice. Is it yeah. Kazakhstan or Tokyo? Kazakhstan. Ah. Kazakhstan. Because uh, the government fund like 20 million US dollar for the sport or something. Really? That, that's what I heard. A lot of money. That's why they do it there every year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, next one, yeah, we are doing this instead of Kazakhstan. I guess. Instead of Kazakhstan, they're going to do it in Singapore. Yeah. <laughs> did, did, did you guys get government funding? How? No. <laughs> how <it was> independently <laughs> financed. Yeah, we, we are looking for it. We are trying to, yeah, that's the hardest part, actually. So any investors listening, Shinya's like, hey, we're trying to get a little something, something, if anybody can, <laughs> yeah. can drop a little money in the basket. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's cool. Yeah, you can't, 20 million by the Kazakhstan government is, is more than enough. Yeah. I know they went to, um, the national team just went to Kazakhstan too, right? Oh, yeah, I saw that. Uh, that was uh, the wrestling, no, no. No, that was uh, jiu-jitsu. The jiu-jitsu. Na- the national team, right? National team, yeah. So so I didn't realize Kazakhstan did that much. They are super rich. Speaking of Kazakhstan, I want to talk to you about this. (laughs) You were refereeing at the SGBJJ Open, right? Yes, I did, yeah. So you saw that Kazakhstan dude. Mm. (laughs) Yes. That kid. Yes. (laughs) So you can talk about this. I talked with my hair about this on the last podcast. Uh How awful was that guy? How awful? Oh, I didn't watch the fight closely. No, but you could hear him, right? Uh, Yeah. (laughs) So for the listeners that didn't hear, they had this guy, this dad one of his his son i guess was competing in yeah. the kids competition and you know his son had like the kazakhstan flag so uh, you kind of guess that he was flying in from overseas and this dad was just being belligerent he was just screaming at the top of his lungs did you hear what he did no, during, he during the medal ceremony so when they did the medals well, right yeah the kid his son competed in three divisions you know and then uh, for one of the divisions he got second place and so the kid's sitting there He's got this sad look on his face, right? Uh-huh. And then uh, one of the organizers, they go up to him and they push his <laughs> mouth up and try to make him smile. And then this dad, this Kazakh guy, starts yelling, goes, no, can only smile if he wins. Second place, cannot smile. <laughs> and we're like, bro, calm down. Like, this is just a kid's tournament. And then, so he lost that division, but he won another division. And then was the dad was like, now you can smile. Now you're allowed to smile. And the kid was just like, 
<laughs> he didn't know what to do, man. Uh, so. That guy was just yelling and yelling and yelling. And then his son would like win a match or he would lose a match. And then the dad would just be sitting there uh, yelling at him on the side. Yeah. You saw that guy, right? Yeah. I, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Wow. I mean, that's not, that's not ideal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't think that that's the way you should treat your kids. Yeah, that's, yeah, I, yeah, I think so too. Yeah. That's super competitive, like to a Very fault. Very competitive, yeah. He was excited. <laughs> excited? He's, you know, he's, he's trying to live vicariously through his kids. Like, he's not excited. He's, like, projecting. Projecting, projecting onto his son uh, all of his inadequacies, I think. <laughs> you know? Because, like, that kid was the only kid that wasn't playing with other kids. Uh, he was the only kid that wasn't, like, talking. Uh, like, he would stay with his dad. His dad would berate him over and over and over again. Then he would go compete, and then he would come back, and then his dad would sit there and yell at him. And then he, like... He wasn't mingling with the other kids. Oh, he wasn't uh, mixing at all. Oh, and then like you know, he got See, second place, and the, the dad wouldn't yeah, let him smile. Yeah, 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 the dad wouldn't let him smile. I mean, he yeah, he should be happy for his effort. I mean, you know, it's not the result. Yeah, the result is you can't more, win everything. Yeah, like you can't win one hundred percent of the time. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was that was some pretty insane parenting. So apparently, <laughs> Kazakhstan takes their grappling very seriously. Very seriously. This is yeah. what I'm learning. Hmm. So how was the ADCC when you went there? Who did you compete against? Do you know? I did, I did, yeah. I lost, but uh, yeah. Um, yeah, actually, uh, that was a good event. It's a bit unorganized. Is it? Yeah, it's a bit unorganized. The Why facility is great. No, it's, it's been always late. Oh, everything's, everything's late. late. Everything's late. Right. And then, yeah. I don't know what was going on, so I was like... Who did you compete uh, against? Uh, some guys from Kazakhstan. He won the division. Oh, he won, <laughs> he won you the had division. The first, but, uh, uh, so yeah, you had the guy that won the division first round. <laughs> yes, that was my excuse. But uh, uh, <laughs> wait, hey, to all you competitors out there that have gone against the guy who won the division first round, we get you. We get you. I've been there. My first ever wrestling match was the same thing. Same right? thing. When I was in, not my first ever wrestling match, but my first ever high school wrestling match. I went to my first comp uh, tournament as a high schooler. Right, I was very excited, very nervous. The first round, I get this fucking jack looking farm boy right i'm like 15 or four no even I, yeah i would have been like 14 or something this guy had a full mustache <laughs> right full that's, mustache that's so mean jacked like this huge yeah. guy and i'm just like oh my god and then i just remember i got crushed by this dude the first round and then i was like oh maybe wrestling is not for me and then the guy ended up winning the division and same thing that was my excuse so, yeah. like, oh, the best guy in the first round yeah that was my yeah. how did how'd the match go uh i yeah i lost my point yeah, but uh, he he was wrestling at first, and then the first half of the uh, match is without a point, right? So I thought it's okay to be taken down. I tried to uh, do something from the bottom. Did you have a game plan or anything? No, I didn't have any game plan. Just go and see, yeah. see where it goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, I lost by the. I he passed my guard and he took my back, and then yeah, I tried to escape, but he I I escaped. I did. But I didn't have enough time to, you know, finish the submission. But it's okay. I learned. So I try harder next time. Yeah, yeah you always compete a lot, which yeah. I appreciate about you. Ever since I came in, you know, some people, especially coaches, don't want to compete. Mm -hmm. But I, I always like that you were willing to go in there and try yeah. and win and or I lose. It doesn't matter. You, yeah. just, you just go in there and try. Yeah. Yeah, I like to compete. But not this year. <laughs> this year? Not this year. This year, busy until next year, April. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But uh, maybe next year after April, I will compete. Yeah, but uh, yeah, 
actually, now it's black belt, right? Now you got to go to the Yeah, I got to go to the It's even worse, right? <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah. It never gets easier. As you go up the ranks, you think it just gets worse. You get your new belt, you're really excited, then you realize that you're back at the bottom again. So, yeah, yeah. Every time. Every time you get a new belt, you're pumped, and then first competition you go, you see all these people that have been training for so much longer. It's like, oh, my God. <laughs> black belt is so, whole, another level, right? Whole, whole different category. Yeah, it's yeah. like when you first get your black belt, you're like a white belt black belt, yeah. and then you can be a blue belt black belt, and then a purple belt black belt, and it's just like... Totally resetting from the beginning, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you got plans to compete next year? Next year, yeah. What are you gonna do? Uh, I'm not planning specifically, but uh, any competition, maybe somewhere around Asia. Um, yeah. Do you do um? Do you do anything else? Do you do any like uh, Muay Thai or boxing or anything like that? I do boxing, also boxing, wrestling. Uh, I I help my friend, uh, the teammate, for the MMA sparring before the fight. Mm. Uh, but now not much. But uh, I only do this for fun. Yeah, yeah, but we do MMA sparring also. Oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah. do you do that at your gym. Do you have MMA classes also? Yeah, we do. Uh, uh, we do striking on the ground in the class sometimes. With the small gloves. Uh, with the small gloves, big gloves. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes uh, if we do the striking with the takedown, uh, it's like a shoot boxing. Yeah, that's what I do usually. Yeah, uh, big glove. But we do the the grappling with the striking. We do the smaller gloves. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, usually for my MMA classes, because mine are mostly beginners, so we do a lot of the shoot boxing with the big glove. Because, you know, you wear those little gloves, sometimes if you just turn your head the wrong way, you're going to end up with a black eye or something. Mm-hmm. Most of my students are beginners, and they all have jobs and shit, and they don't want to go to work with a, <laughs> yeah, exactly. with a big black eye on or anything. So you ever mess around with, uh, do you ever do any competition striking? Any boxing fights or I do amateur MMA? boxing, yeah, amateur boxing. You did do a boxing match? Yeah, in, in Singapore. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, shit, I didn't know that. Uh, Lahul, Lahul. <laughs> that my opponent he boxed Lahul. Rahul? <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. I never knew about this. Yeah, he's like huge, right? <laughs> yeah, he just fought. He just fought last two nights ago. Yeah, yeah, he won, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he about fought. It. Yeah, he's a nice guy. guy. Yeah. How'd the boxing fight go? I didn't. I never knew that was a thing. I, I lost by decision. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, that was, I was really defensive. Mm. I was trying to go for the counter or something, but... Where was it, this that you did that at? Where? Uh, it's in the... What, the, what was the promotion or... No, just amateur boxing, so oh. like a... Singaporean amateur boxing AIBA IBA when was this it's, I, I don't know jeez <laughs> oh, I, I had no idea that that was the case no, I just you know uh, I think legend legend you know the legend yeah. uh, boxing gym I think they host the event or something oh so it's just like some amateur kind of smoker, amateur, uh, smoker event small yeah small event. oh that's cool yeah. <laughs> that so was you, fun though that was you fun. had the headgear on and everything <laughs> yeah, boxing yeah. on there are no kicks no kicks just uh, boxing uh, yeah you ever do any kicking any Muay Thai or? No, I don't do Muay Thai. Uh, I try a few times, yeah, but only like elbows and knees. And mm. then I cannot really practice, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I cannot yeah, yeah. do in the sparring. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true. I love knees and elbows. Yeah. I don't like to get hit, but I like to, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you don't have to get hit much. Like if you if you train it properly, you know. Yeah. Well, that's cool, man. I didn't realize you did so much. I kind of thought you just did. Not much. I'm, I'm, I'm but just you took a fight, so <laughs> no. you still you still tried. Yeah, I'm just trying, you know. It's a lot scarier than grappling, right? Uh, when you're striking. Yeah, I, I mean, it's easier to uh, do anything, right? Uh, if you work on the takedown, it's so much easier with the striking. Yeah. Uh, you use the strikes to set up the takedown. But it's I mean, pure easier. boxing. Pure, pure boxing. striking, like those competitions are much scarier than exactly, jiu-jitsu, yeah. right? Um, yeah, yeah, it's painful, right? Yeah, the anxiety, yeah. a lot worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like to get hit. So. <laughs> Nobody does, man. Yeah, Nobody yeah. likes to. Ideally, you don't, but you always do. Yeah, you and always Rahul's do. Rahul's a fucking big guy. <laughs> he's, he's big. Did yeah. you see him in one? He fights at featherweight. 
<laughs> How is that possible? <laughs> Anyone who fucking lies to me and tells me that one doesn't do weight cutting is full of shit. <laughs> Look at that guy and tell me he doesn't cut weight. He's fucking nine feet tall and jacked. <laughs> yeah. And then he cut down to featherweight. Featherweight. Ah. Oh. Yeah, well, one's featherweight, which is like 155, I think. I think so, yeah, 155. Because they do the, they just drop the, the yeah. weight, right? But yeah. even still. <laughs> I don't know how, but the guy that he fought, the Pakistani guy that he fought, was bigger than him. That was 80. They fought at 82 kilos. Yeah, he was huge. Yeah. And Rahul still made 82 kilos. Yeah. Oh, I thought they don't cut weight. <laughs> how does he make 70 kilos, but then he fights a guy at 82 kilos if they don't cut weight? <laughs> bullshit, man. Yeah. Did you see that fight with him and Gary Tonin? Oh, I didn't see it, but I saw the, the result. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the highlights. Yeah, highlights. He's tough to grapple with, too. You ever grapple with Rahul? I roll with him sometimes. He's uh, very strong. Very strong. He's really strong. Yeah, man. really, really physically strong. Yeah. You know, I think his technique, he's, he's got, he still needs to improve his technique in some areas, but man, he's fucking strong. <laughs> yeah. Really hard to submit. Like, you got to damn near kill him to tap him out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I have him in a choke for like, literally, I'm 30 seconds and I'm like, is he dead? And he's still just like, <laughs> <laughs> like bro, what is going on? He trained, uh, he, I rolled with him when Major was training for his fight with Boku. Oh, uh, when when they were in Juggernaut, yeah, yeah, Hong yeah, Kong when they were in Juggernaut, because like me and Rahul and Leke cornered Major for that fight. Uh uh-uh. So we were sparring partners and stuff. I yeah. think I just rolled with him. I didn't I didn't box with him or anything, but I just remember he's freakishly strong mm. and wouldn't tap the heel hooks, and I was kind of terrified. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, bro, just what do you tap out? Like, what's going on? You're gonna get your leg get your leg broken. Is he injured from the heel hook? I don't know. I think people were just... Uh, I saw him rolling with people, but he, people would get him in and they would kind of let him go. Uh, but uh, I think in the Gary Tonin fight, you know, he got caught in a choke, I think, in that fight. Choke. Yeah. yeah, I don't think he got heel hooked. He tried... He escaped, he escaped the heel hook. Right? Yeah. yeah. It's tough in MMA. It's uh, tough in MMA to get those. You can, for sure. But when you're punching, it's quite difficult to take two hands to put to the heel. Because mm. in a lot of those positions, you're in kicking. punching range. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and kicking range, too. Yeah. Yeah, it's quite, it's quite different with the strikes. Mm. So you, you train with the strikes as well, right? Yeah, I do. do. Yeah. I always teach, because uh, even the kids, I let my kids do them too. They do them to us. Mm. Like the, the MMA sparring, they never spar with each other, but they spar with the coaches. Mm. And then I, I always tell them, like, as soon as you stop, because, you know, in BJJ, you chill out all the time. You'll we'll rest in some positions. But in, uh, in MMA, as soon as you rest, you're getting punched. Yeah. If you're not making the person control you, you're always going to be getting punched. Mm. So I always tell my students, you can never rest in MMA. You always have to be moving. Because mm. defensively, when you stop, you're e- eating those punches, you know? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it's good stuff, man. Mm. Cheers. Cheers. I'm glad to have you on, man. <laughs> Thank you. I think I've had almost every coach. <laughs> every coach now. Except for like uh, I mean, you... My hair, my hair's, is he a coach? No, he's, he's just training, right? He's just training, yeah. But he's been doing it for ages. Yeah, a long time. He's still a brown belt, right? Yeah, I think he told he me. He is, yeah. He, uh, I'm not, I don't know. <laughs> Speaking of Rahul, I think he just got his brown belt also. Oh, he's, he's a brown belt now? Yeah, he just got, oh, he wow. just got his brown belt like a couple weeks ago. Wow, congratulations. Yeah, congrats, Rahul. Yeah, congratulations. Brown belt and then a fight and one. <laughs> I'm glad he got a fight. You know, it kind of bummed me out though. Did you see the guy? He was supposed to fight someone else. Really? Yeah, you're supposed to fight some Pakistani guy that I actually cornered one time in, you know, Ultimate Beatdown? Yeah, yeah. You know that, that, that yeah, show, that yeah, show yeah. In, uh, in JB? I was cornering uh, Guy. You remember Guilherme? 
Gil, yeah, Gil, yeah. Tall ass. Did you ever roll with him? Uh, uh, yeah, he's strong. Fucking <laughs> strong, man. His technique is really good. Yeah, he's terrifying. Yeah. He's one of the few Brazilians that I roll with that scared me. Like every time I trained with him, I was like, oh my god. Like you know, like if I roll with Italo or if I roll with, uh, you know, like uh, Jake McKenzie or something, like yeah, yeah. they would just fuck me up because they're so good. Yeah, like their really technique good. was just perfect. But when I rolled with Gi, it was scary. I was like, oh my god. I came in and I was doing, because um, I was the MMA coach at Trifecta. So when he was taking his fight for Ultimate Beatdown, they would come in and do the MMA sparring. Uh, and I watched him spar with Marcelo, and they were sparring in small gloves, no shin pads, like trying to fucking head kick each other. Oh, wow. Just going like full on Brazilian, right? <laughs> and first of all, I was like, gee, you're like 30 kilos larger than Marcelo. You can't be throwing like full power head kicks at him. <laughs> but like they're just so intense. They just would not, re- or not relax at all. No chill. Wow. Right? And uh, so I was cornering Guy for his fight in Ultimate Beatdown. Uh, and then he fought, uh, in that same card, this Pakistani guy that uh, Rahul was supposed to fight uh, was on that fight card. And then he, they didn't have a coach. They didn't have anybody. So I just ended up cornering this guy. Oh, really? Yeah, so I thought it would be really cool to see them fight because yeah. it's kind of like an India-Pakistan thing. Uh, and uh, they were scheduled to fight twice now, I think. But oh, I think, really? I think the guy keeps having visa issues. Oh, visa issues. Yeah, yeah I know he, yeah, Rahul was supposed to fight with a Pakistani guy. Yeah, but he oh he didn't fight with him. Yeah, yeah, they were supposed to do that fight twice. Twice already. Yeah, yeah. and I think uh, every time they end up pulling out because of visa issues. Yeah, it's kind of a bummer. But I'm glad Rahul got a win, man. He's got a, he's had a tough break and won. Oh. They just give him. He's always the last minute replacement, and then he takes those fights, and then yeah, he has. <laughs> he's a know, guy. Yeah, I'm like, bro, you gotta quit taking these fights last minute. <laughs> like you gotta just say no sometimes. <laughs> but I'm glad he finally was able to get a win because yeah. before that he had a rough break. Mm. Oh, we were talking about the the Evting Amir Khan fight. Amir Khan. Yeah. You said you didn't see that fight, but uh, yeah. you you know this thing that they do where one like where one championship will just like reverse fights, mm-hmm. where like someone will win and then they'll just be like uh, they'll just say it's under review mm-hmm. and then they'll go back and just change the result after the fact. Oh, I didn't know that. Like they they did this they with uh, Giorgio Petrosian. Uh, you know him, the kickboxer. Petrosian, yeah, he's a yeah. He fought a uh, Thai guy and then lost, and then they just went and overruled the fight, and then did the fight again, and then he ended up winning. And, oh. and for this uh, Amir Khan Evting fight, they're doing the same thing, I think, oh. because the decision was controversial. Uh, so now they're just like, oh, the fight is under review, uh, and I'm like, it's kind of shady. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. To just because they gave him the win, like Amir, you know, I thought he lost the fight, but they can't just go over after the fact and overrule these fights. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of some shady, mm. some shady Asian shit. Mm. <laughs> I don't talk anything about uh, one championship. Why, are you I afraid to get in trouble? You're I think record, <laughs> exactly. Camera here, record here. I know, man. It's so true. <laughs> Nobody wants to talk. I had my friend Ron on here, and Ron is usually the biggest shit talker of all time. He'll just talk shit relentlessly. And even he wouldn't say anything. And I'm like, bro, like... Like, what are you worried about? Is Chaudhry, is the boogeyman going to jump up and, like, get you or something? What are you so scared of? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, he said it was quite interesting because Chaudhry commented after the fight, and even he said that he thought Ebting won. Oh. Which is interesting, right? Because mm. uh, Amir Khan is a evolved guy. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. good. I think he's getting a little bit more unbiased. <laughs> okay. A, a bit. A bit. <laughs> Although I did just look... You know what's funny? I kind of made a joke to my friend. Um, if you look, you know Bruno Pucci, right? Yeah. yeah. Did you ever train with him? I competed with him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's good, right? He's good. How He's was good. your match with him? Yeah. Uh, I, I rolled with him a bunch, yeah. man. It was fucking good. Calf slicer. He, he got me in the calf slicer, mm. and I forgot how to uh, counter it. Mm. Yeah. 
So I got hacked to tap. <laughs> was it was it like a painful the next day or okay? No, no, it's not. It's not. It's uh. not. Was it on your I, knee or was it your calf? Knee, knee, knee. Yeah, uh, that's the thing, right? It, it's a compression submission. Yeah. So you can take it if you if you like to. If you want to lose your knee. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it goes <laughs> but to the ACL. Yeah, it, it goes to the ACL eventually. Yeah. But I, this is the injured knee. Injured knee. This one was an injured knee. So I didn't want to, you know. Yeah, risk I, my I know injury. you've had problems with your yeah, with yeah. your knee in the past. Yeah. So I. Don't want to risk it. I tap. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's definitely the move. Yeah. Because if you blow your ACL once, that's a year. Yeah. A but year I, I knew how to counter it, but I just can't remember at the time. So yeah. after the match, I re I try to remember, and I remembered it. Mm. And the next day, uh, I compete with uh, another GF team guy uh, from you know, I think Tiago, not Tiago. Uh, Tiago, the brown belt, old brown belt, yeah. guy from China, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh. Now he, again, Tiago is training together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, I competed with him, mm. and he did the same thing on me. The calf slicer. Calf mm. And I counter him. He, uh, I tried to counter him, so because I, I just remember it, mm. and then he just let go because I, he he knew I was gonna counter. Well, that's good. You learn yeah. the learn the <laughs> escape, and then it help you out the next day. Yeah, yeah. But I just saw, uh, I just saw, you know, Bruno just fought. I guess I think it was a Japanese guy. Uh, yeah, uh, Kami Kubo or something. Yeah, Kami Kubo, I think Kami Kubo, was, yeah, yeah. something like that was his name. Yeah, yeah. And I was just, I made a joke to my friend because you, you can check this out. I don't know if they've changed it or not, but if you look on Sherdog right now, oh. it says that uh, Bruno won that fight. Uh, Bruno won? Yeah, I shared a picture of it today on my Facebook, uh -oh. and I circled it, and I was like, what, what the fuck is this? Because he clearly lost the fight. Uh, he lost? He lo yeah, he lost. Oh. Like the official decision, he lost. But if you look on Sherdog, it says he won. And I was like, oh, Chatri must be... <laughs> talk to the, <laughs> talk to the Sherdog people and say, hey. Because <laughs> uh, he's, he's got a big grip, man. He's got a big grip. Yeah. You get another, another beer here. Uh, I still have some. I don't, so I'm going to go for another one. All right. So, uh, are you going to do the ADCC next year? ADCC, I think I'm going to do the referee. Referee. Yeah. I'm not sure if I'm competing. Yeah. What about uh, shit. Sorry, in here. What about your son? Has he done any competitions yet or anything? My son, yeah, my son competes uh, jiu-jitsu, wrestling sometimes, but he's not really uh, doing it seriously. Mm. So, it's all good. <laughs> Quite difficult when it's your son. Yeah. Right? It's okay. Yes. <laughs> siblings are quite tricky because they you know so even like if I have brothers and sisters that come in it's impossible for them to train together <laughs> like it's just it's just impossible because they I don't know something about being a sibling I mean for you it's father and son but yeah does he do anything else other than uh, does he do any striking MMA? he did boxing yeah. does boxing too he, he does boxing too uh, yeah normal Thai boxing jujitsu he likes baseball a lot. Mm. Yeah, he always plays baseball. That's what he really enjoys is baseball. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like much against your <laughs> wishes, right? Yeah, yeah, but it's okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kids are good. gonna do what kids do, man. Yeah, yeah I support him. <laughs> is he? Is your son Singaporean or born, no. born in Singapore? Or? Oh, he was born in Japan. Oh. Uh, but back then I was living in in Indonesia. Mm. Indonesia. How long have you been in Singapore now? Uh, seven or eight. Seven or eight. What, what year did you move here? Wait, what you, year? No, what year? Uh, 2012. Did you move? I think I you moved, moved here the same year I did. I think so, yeah. Mm. I think so. 2012. Yeah. And you came from Indonesia. That's where you met your... Yeah, yeah. My company transferred uh, to, to Singapore to from Singapore. Indonesia. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. So you were a purple belt when you came here? I was purple belt, yeah. yeah okay, so yeah, exact same as me. Same year, <laughs> same rank, moved here at the same time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when did you start training? I started training uh, in 2008. 
July 4th. <laughs> 4th of July? July, yeah. Was that in Japan or Indonesia? Oh, Indonesia, in Bali. Oh, yeah. so that was the first place you... Oh, you said, so this your coach has been your coach from white belt all the way to... Yeah, all the way, yeah. All the way to black belt. Yeah. Nice, so you went white to black in like 10 years. 10 years, yeah, yeah. about 10 years. Nice. <laughs> that's that's the pretty standard and pretty mm-hmm. and he would always come back here and do your grading or you would go to him i go every year uh because we have the training camp every year oh that's how he does it yeah so yeah i go there some, uh, once a year at least and sometimes i visit him yeah does he bring do you bring him here and then he can do gradings and stuff for your guys or yeah he yeah he comes here uh once or twice no actually twice yeah he did a seminar yeah, yeah but he didn't do the grading here no, I didn't. But he's no. mostly like a, a nogi guy. Was your seminar gi or nogi? A uh, nogi, uh, I think nogi, nogi. Yeah. Is, is he? A, did he compete back in the day? A long time ago, coach? Yeah, like uh, when he was in the states. Um, I think he's. Oh, he was in California, right? He, he, he yeah, he was in California. Guy. Yeah. He won uh, Grappler's Quest or something. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Long time ago. Yeah, he doesn't compete anymore. Yeah. So uh, what's your plan, man? Like, you you just going to keep running the gym? Are you going to be in Singapore for, like, is this your long-term place? Do you know, like... Oh, that's a good question. You're still trying to figure it out, eh? Yeah, I'm not planning to move. For the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not planning to move yet. Uh. But, uh, yeah, I, but this year is really busy, so I Is it just because it. your job, or...? No, because of my, my son's school's PTA. Yeah, I'm, I'm a PTA. Oh. The school bus chairman, so... Yeah. Oh, is it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, so that's what's keeping you so busy. Yeah. It's just your PTA duties. Yeah. Where does your son go? What school? Uh, Japanese school. Uh, where, yeah. where is that? Is that nearby? Uh, one in Changi, one in uh, Clementi. Oh. And he goes to the one in... Yeah, Changi. there used to be a couple... I used to be a teacher at the Korean school. Oh, really? Yeah, I was a teacher at the Korean International School. And oh. there were a few of the guys that went from the Japanese school there. Oh. And uh, secret, they were always the best students. <laughs> they, were, they were always the best students, and that's, that's a fact. Yeah. Actually, when I, so I taught at two international schools in Singapore. I taught at the Chinese school, international school, and then the Korean international school. Uh. This was before I was, when I competed with you the first time, that's when I was a teacher. Oh wow! Really? So that was my that was my job when I was at Evolve. I was a school teacher. School teacher. Oh. And uh, at both places, the Japanese students were always the best. So <laughs> <laughs> they were the most disciplined. They were the best listeners. Yeah. This yeah. Is they were they were they were great. <laughs> need need some more of those. <laughs> All right, man. How long how long have we been going? Forty two minutes. Well, I just want to ask you one more thing about the the ADCC next year. ADCC next year, okay. What's the what's like the the format going to be? They bring in everybody, right? Do you get a? I remember they did one a few years ago. I think it was in 2016 or something. I think it was Indonesia. It was somewhere, but I remember that the winners didn't get the ticket to like the big ADCC. If they, uh, if they do, if they do the one in Singapore, does the winner get the ticket to the the big? Yeah, one? every division winners. Every division winner gets. Yeah. So it's like a proper trial. Proper trial, yeah. But this will only be the Asian one, right? Uh, so I like think the another Brazil- one in Japan. Uh, so the Brazilians can't compete at the one. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. Cool. Uh, Brazilian cannot compete. Only Asian passport holders. Right. Yeah. So they'll bring in everybody from Asia to Singapore to, if they do the, the trials here. I hope so, yeah. <laughs> oh, man, that would be cool. You should do it, man. Yeah, I should compete. But Why not? If it's here. I'm... But if you have to referee, I have to do the referee, and yeah, mm, I don't know, man. Maybe, know. maybe just skip work that day. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Maybe, but I <laughs> also I, I don't have much time to training now, so I should 
start training now for the next year. So what is your, your PTA service ends in April? Is, <laughs> it, is that when it runs out? Yeah, yeah. What do you have to do for this, man? What do you have to do for this PTA? Oh, a lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. Really? Yeah. A like lot what? Of stuff. Like everything related to the, the school bus. Everything. I have to do it. So. It takes that much work? Yes, they have like Man, 900 students. these Japanese schools students. don't fuck around, do they? They're yeah, 900 <laughs> students. Was it? Taking the bus, yeah. 900. On the bus? Yeah. 900. 29 like, different bus lines. You know. Holy <laughs> shit. So this is probably one of those things where you're like, yeah, I'll do it. And then you see all the work that you have to do and you're like, oh my God, what have I done? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow, man. Sorry, I got a phone call from my wife. No, that's okay. Sorry, excuse me. Go ahead. Uh, no, go ahead, go ahead, okay. go ahead and take it. Um, I think we'll probably just go ahead and finish up here. So, uh, guys, we're gonna finish up with uh, Shinya in just a second. The, are you finished? Yeah, I gotta go. Okay, that's, that's, that's the problem. Go. I was just getting ready to say we gotta wrap up the podcast anyway. It's just about that time. Yeah, yeah. Okay, everybody, this is the Stronghold. What number is this? Twelve. This is Stronghold 12. Podcast, episode twelve. Shinya, pleasure, man. Thanks, Thanks for, for having me. Us. Thank okay, everybody, thank you so much. Peace. <laughs>